everyone. It's been a while. Did you miss us? Welcome back to Bad on Paper podcast. I'm Becca Freeman. And I'm Grace Atwood. And today is episode 25, and it's also our six-month podcast anniversary this weekend. Happy anniversary, Becca. Thank you. Happy anniversary, Grace. (laughs) I brought you Dunkin' Donuts in honor of our podcast glory. You did. You guys, we both love Dunkin' Donuts. Becca's kind of an honorary masshole because she went to college in Boston, and I'm born and bred masshole, so love Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, their iced coffee is so good. Why is it so good? It's not even like real coffee. I like that. I feel like Starbucks coffee is like too strong and it always tastes burnt. Yeah, or like even the fancy coffee from like Devotion or something. It's great, but it's so strong. Dunkin' Donuts is a different type of coffee. It's just like a light afternoon refreshment. Yeah. It's like a different beverage outside of coffee. Yeah. It's like a coffee flavored, like. It's a coffee flavored treat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, So that's what I got you for our podcast anniversary. Thanks. I didn't get you anything. Well, that's rude. Yeah, I am rude. Well, on today's episode, we're going to talk all about habits and change and routines I have that like fall back to school feeling yeah it's the change of seasons I I feel like like I've just been giving my apartment a big cleanse and detox and like getting rid of stuff and just like yesterday I had the best little afternoon where I cleaned out the entire um contents of below my sink um all organized all my cleaning supplies and threw a ton of shit out like Stuff just builds up that you don't even know you have. And then you realize how much space you have when you get rid of all that yucky stuff. I switched over my closet yesterday from summer to fall, and I got rid of a ton of stuff that I didn't wear this I need summer. to do that tonight. It felt very, it felt very good. It's the best. Um, but yeah, I have this like new year, new me feeling. Love it. I'm ready to... I don't know, make some changes and like get back to work. <laughs> Before we get into anything... Tell me about where you've been over our hiatus. Well, um, I after we got back from Morocco, I was in the city for about a week. And then I went to Sweden on a yoga retreat. And I like had just been telling my parents, I was like, I'm not going anywhere for a while. I'm staying put. I'm going to focus on my personal life and like just feeling like I'm getting myself back into order. And then my yoga studio, Skyting, which is like you guys know, I go every almost every day and I'm obsessed invited me for this comp it was all I had to pay for was the airfare because they're partnering with this new travel company called six travel and six travel is like this really cool app to book all of your um, travel on but now they're going to offer retreats so you can book a retreat on there which is great like I always get people asking me like how do you find a good yoga retreat Mm -hmm. and I just always go through my studio or like teachers that I really love So I think this is a great way to find a good retreat if you don't have a yoga studio where you have teachers who regularly go on retreats. How was it? It was amazing. Um, Stockholm is incredible. And we spent most of our time on this little private island on the archipelago. How do you say that? Is that archipelago? I I know I'm butchering it, but I butcher everything. No, I think think it's... I don't know if it's archipelago or archipelago. Well, what it's archipelago. Whatever it was, it was beautiful. And we did yoga twice a day. They had a chef who cooked us like amazing organic meals every day. It was wonderful. So are there scheduled activities on the off times or you do yoga twice a day and otherwise you just chill? Yeah. So you get up around 730. We have like a light breakfast. Um, people like, like that's when I would like get my laptop out, do a little bit of work, have some coffee. Then yoga is usually at like 8.30, Then we'd finish up yoga around like 11, 11.30 and then have like a little break, have lunch at like 12.30 or one. And then it would be free time until afternoon yoga at like 5.30. And frankly, like what I did was work during that time because I'm not on vacation. Like I still have my my shit to do. So I would generally work on my blog, reply to emails and all that. And then we'd have evening yoga and then um, dinner afterwards. And then by then you're, you're tired. And yeah, it's like you did yoga for yeah, three hours. It's like 10, four hours. Each class was two hours. Oh, yeah. Um, that By then it's like 10 p.m. And you're like, I want my bed. Yeah. So I went to bed at 10 every night. It was great. I got so much sleep. 
I love that. Yeah. But now you're back and you're going to you're going to stay put. I'm staying put and I'm so excited to stay put. It's that back to school feeling. It is. You get to make some and it's new that routines. Fall, fall in New York feeling. Yeah, it's finally not sweltering. I know. I know. What about you? What have you been up to? Well, so right after Morocco, I went to Portugal by myself. And it was the first time I was traveling by myself. So and proud of you. It was really amazing. I went to Lisbon and then I went to Porto and was there for like six days, maybe. It was wonderful. But then I came back and you were gone, so we like didn't really overlap. Um, and then I've been focusing on work. So I uh, quit my job at the end of May and took the summer off. And now I'm working to build my own consulting business. So I've just been like really heads down focusing on, well, I'm working with a couple of clients already, but then also like lining up new business. So yeah, my whole life is in flux. And so, so it was, exciting. Though. It was good to have a couple of weeks off. So that that could be my whole focus. Yeah. Should we do highs and lows? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, you go first. What's your high? Okay, my high, I have three. Um, the first one is my mom visited, which was so nice. We had a lovely little time. We went out to dinner. We, I made her breakfast. I've been making us chia seed pudding every morning, inspired by the yoga retreat. Ooh. Um, we just had a really nice time, and we went to go see the Harry Potter play um, on Sunday night, which was really cool. Wait, I thought the Harry Potter play was like an all-day affair. So it is. Um, there's It starts at 2, and then there's the first screening, and then the next one is at 7.30. Wow. Yeah. Is it magical? It's magical. The costumes are incredible. The special effects. The set design is unreal. Are you one of those people who's like really into Harry Potter? Like, are you a Potterhead? I am. I love Harry Potter. I didn't read Harry Potter. That's what I think of when I think of YA is like Harry Potter, all of those like dystopian things, magic. I didn't read Harry Potter when it was coming out. I read it a couple of years ago, like maybe two years ago. And I didn't think I was going to like it. I was like, this is for children. And I did like it. I think I might want to reread it. I've been I would on love a big to re-read rereading it. bender, which I'll tell you about later. I want to reread it, but I have so many books I need to read, so I don't feel that I have time. Uh, there's something very satisfying about rereading. Agreed. And you, I've forgotten half of the plot points of Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah. More than half, like 70% of the plot points. Yeah. You know what I'd like to do is rewatch all the movies. I'd like to experience it in a lazy way. Oh, No. <laughs> I didn't see all the movies. I only saw the first two, and in the second one, there's that scene with the giant spiders, and I was yeah. like, I'm out. Oh, wow. I just love that movie. Hmm. I think that might be what I do tonight. Okay. Yeah. So wait, you said you have Oh, yeah. So highs. my mom's visit was amazing. I am working on making my bedroom into a jungle. She brought me a few plants, and then she helped me bring my aloe plants back to life, <gasps> and then I'm going to get some hanging plants to hang over my bed. Plants is on my to-do list for this week because I killed all of my plants from last summer and then I was traveling a bunch so I didn't want to get new ones. So I have to go get some this week. My mom like gave me a watering schedule and like now I know what I need to do to keep them alive. I need to get your mom's number because I, I we're going to need to have some text conversations about how do I keep my plants thriving. She can help you. I know. And my last one is just feeling like I'm starting to get reorganized with life. Like I just am so behind on just everything well you've been traveling I know like, all summer so my life is falling apart um so I'm just getting back on track that's a good feeling though it is like just like sorting through piles of mail and like cleaning under the sink felt amazing yeah I have to clean out my beauty products under my bathroom sink that's my other big project it's Ooh. an avalanche under there it's scary well godspeed yeah what about you okay so my, I have two. We were gone for a while, so we deserve yeah. to have extras. So my first thing was that I went on my first solo trip, which was amazing. Um, I loved Portugal. But the high part of it is that, like, I traveled somewhere by myself, which I wasn't scared to do, but I've never really been inclined to do either. Yeah. Like, I like traveling with people. Yeah. So the only thing I disliked about it was there was no one to share food with. <laughs> Which I, I was, that cracks me up. I was pretty bummed because I was like, oh, I can only order one thing on the menu. Like this blows. You can order more and just not eat it all. Yeah, but then you have to pay for food you're not eating, and it feels wasteful. Anyway, okay. But 
just the freedom of waking up and being like, what do I want to do today? Yeah. And I, I also felt really powerful because like I'm 30, I'm single. Most of my friends are getting married and a lot of them are having kids and like I don't know in five years, like if I will have so many friends who want to go on exotic international trips with me. Yeah. And it feels really powerful to know that I can go somewhere by myself and enjoy it. Like I don't need to wait for somebody else to want to go. Like I can just do it. Yeah. It's a good feeling. It felt very empowering. Mm -hmm. So I feel proud of myself. I. Yeah. I'm proud of you. I liked it. Yeah. So that's my one high. And then my second high is that I'm working. So I am like probably a workaholic, but I'm, I'm definitely a very like work driven person where so much of my self-worth comes from yeah, contributing same. to something and, yeah. and working and working hard. So it feels really good to be back at it after taking the summer off. And I'm working on a couple of projects and then I'm pitching a bunch more I'm I, like it seems like it's working working for myself like it's exciting I know it's yeah. exciting and scary and yeah 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 but yeah it's that back to school feeling where I'm like okay it's September like back to work yeah like got to start a new thing yeah so it's great and I mean I started working for myself with the hope of having a little more control over my schedule and and working less and it's been I mean I'm not I don't have a full plate yet but it's been so nice this morning I went to Pilates at 9 30 which I know isn't something that most people can do but I'm really enjoying also having a balance with the other things in my life as opposed to just being like 150 percent work yeah so I'm feeling positive good tell me you're low Ugh, my low, you guys. So as this drops, it's Wednesday. Tomorrow, Thursday, is my 37th birthday. And for me, that feels like that like, age that I just don't want to turn. Um, so I'm not. Is it because it's like now you're in your late 30s? Yeah, and it sounds old. I remember when I 36 turned... doesn't sound old to me. 37 sounds old. I remember I had like don't a do meltdown this. when I was turning 29. I would and love to turn I... 29. I felt really bad about turning 29, but then I didn't care about turning 30. But there's something about like, you're like, I'm in my last year of my 20s or like, I'm in my late 30s where it's like, it feels worse than like. 37 sounds yeah. like a shit age. I don't want to be 37. You can start lying about your age. No, I'm not going to do that. But like, we're going to have like such a fun dinner on Thursday night for your birthday. Yes, we're going to Polo Bar and I can't wait. It's my Favorite, favorite and we're gonna get dressed up and like go for cocktails before yeah that's gonna be fun it's gonna be great yes so that's great um and I'm feeling the other the other low is I'm just feeling like over people like I I just have like between like the yoga retreat was amazing but it was just like a lot of people like I'm an introvert well I'm an extroverted introvert Introvert, technically. Well, you were also telling me before we started recording that you had a roommate on your yeah. yoga retreat, which like yeah. that's a lot to share personal space when you're not used to yeah, having a roommate at home. I'm used to having like a big one bedroom apartment and no one ever. And then um, I got back and my friend was staying with me and then my mom stayed with me. Oh, yeah. You're maxed out on people. Like I just like I really need to like have a day where I hibernate. I think that's going to be this coming Sunday night. Because I have to go to on a pre little press trip out in the Hamptons on Saturday. So I think that I'm going to do that on Sunday. Nice. That's what I did yesterday. I like really leisurely drank coffee and didn't leave my house until 1 p.m. And Those like my favorite went to the grocery store and cooked and like got caught up on life. But like really didn't do much. Like I finished the book I was reading. Yeah. It was nice. That's really nice. You'll feel better after you have one of those days. I will. What about you? So my low is that I have been schlepping all over the city for meetings. For somebody who does not have a full-time job, like, I am hustling right now. Okay. And I keep being like, oh, I'll come to you because, like, I'm pitching business and, like, want to make it easy for people. And, like, I am just going all over creation. Like, I am on the subway so much. On Friday, I got home after, like, a week of work and I was like I'm exhausted yeah not having an office to go to but just like running around I was like wow this is deeply inefficient but also like 
it's exhausting to just yeah. like go four different places in one day. Yeah, it is. I, I deal with that a little bit as a blogger because I have to go to all these different events and meetings. And if you don't go to that shit, people forget about you and they don't want to work with you. So it's like it's not- part of your job is all of this travel and hustle. Yeah. It's been a surprisingly exhausting two weeks back without having like a full project load yet. But you're going to lock down some new clients and then things will settle a little. Yeah, that's what I hope. But then you're going to have to keep networking because you got to keep new ones coming in. Yeah, but I think it'll be like less than I've been doing. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe before we get to talking about our our listener questions, we should get a little desperate. You know, it's been so long that I like forget how to be desperate. I remember. Okay, Becca. Okay. Here's what you can do if you're enjoying this podcast. Pause it or uh, don't pause it. You if you're a good do, multitasker, just, you can open up the podcast app and just leave us a rating right now. Leave us a rating, five stars. Maybe get creative and write something. Would love that. I love reading our we reviews. We love your reviews. And I've been a little sad because I haven't had any new ones to read because we've been off the past two weeks. I know. I feel you. Leave us a rating or review. It helps people find us and know that we're legit. It's mm-hmm. the nicest thing you can do for us. If you've already done that, thank you. Thank you. Make sure you are following us on Instagram at Bad on Paper Podcast. You're in the Facebook group, which is my favorite place on the internet. Just search Bad on Paper. Tell a friend. Yeah. It's oh. fun being the one that has like the new thing to share. So tell all your friends about us. Yeah. And you'll be cool because you know something they don't know. Sign up for our newsletter. Are we giving people too many things? Yeah, we're giving you too many things. Or take a screenshot and throw it on your Instagram story. Okay, that's it. And now concludes Desperation Minute. That was like Desperation Hour. (laughs) Desperation Episode. We haven't been desperate in a long time, so just forgive us. We're rusty. We're done now. So let's get into questions. Well, let's get into the topic at hand. But before we get to the questions that listeners sent to us, I just like... I want to talk generally. Like, where do you feel like you have a really good habit slash routine going? Like, I feel like you've gotten really great about your yoga practice. Like, where where do you feel like you're doing great on habits and routines? So I will say that for yoga, like at the beginning of the week, I go in and I book all of my classes and put them on my calendar like meetings. Mm-hmm. And that's really helped me to stick with it. Um, that's something I'm really proud of. Um... I mean, you're catching me when I feel like my life is a mess. That's how I feel, too. I wrote this down because I was like, I feel like my whole life is going through an overhaul Yeah. with the change from working full-time in an office to working for myself. Yeah. So I feel like I'm, like, totally reestablishing all of my routines. I want to be better about meal prep and, like, cooking, having healthy foods on here. Oh, my gosh. Me, too. That's my number one. I've gotten so lazy. Well, when I worked in an office, I would leave the office at like 6.30 and go to a 7 p.m. workout class. And then by the time I left there, I would A, be starving, and it would also be like 8.30 p.m. Yeah. So I would either pick something up like on my way home or order takeout. And I've just gotten in such a bad habit of not cooking. Yeah. I want to cook more and just like have like very good healthy things on hand to eat. Yeah. Me too. I want to get better about that. Yeah. Is there like a change that you're going through right now? Like I know we were also talking about change. Um, You're getting older. I'm getting old. (laughs) I have so many wrinkles and I am like really sad about it. I was kidding. You're not. That's not the change you're going going through. through the change. You're going through menopause? Yes, I am. She's not. She's lying. I'm totally lying. Which is funny because we we're going to talk about something like that with our sponsor. But <laughs> not about menopause. Not about menopause. It's a lead in. <laughs> Great job, Grace. I'm, I'm giggly <laughs> from the coffee. So getting back on track. A change I'm going through besides getting old is just, I think, kind of nesting. Like I'm okay. just excited to like have my apartment be really perfect again and like to have lots of cozy movie nights and... Just to, like, get back into the swing of things and to get back to a place where I'm ahead on work. Like, yeah. ideally, I like to end the week with all of my blog posts written for the following week. And, like, I tonight have to write tomorrow's blog post. So you Ooh. can tell how I feel about that. Yeah. Not good. What about you? I just, I feel like, well, I feel like everything's changing right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but 
I feel like I'm just trying to like recalibrate how my daily routines and schedules work because I feel like somebody who does a lot better when I have a routine rather than just as like playing it by ear. I think if I am like, I'm going to play it by ear, I either get really overwhelmed because I think that I can do more stuff than I can or I get really lazy and I'm like, oh, I'll do that another time. So I feel like I'm trying to figure out like my routines now that I work for myself so that like there's enough routine and regimen in my life that like it doesn't feel like everything's going haywire all the time. Yeah. Um, but also giving myself like the flexibility that working for myself can afford. So because I know yeah. you did that at the beginning of the year where you were like, I'm starting a routine like I'm getting up at seven and going to the yeah. gym and like I want to get back to that. too. Yeah. But I also I'm um, more into yoga than the gym. Yeah. And I, that like really is dictated by which instructors are teaching mm-hmm. one. I don't know what my equivalent is, but like I want to have enough structure in my day. Yeah. That I don't feel crazy or I don't get like super lazy and hibernating, especially in the winter. Yeah. Yeah. That's really easy to do. Yeah. I think if I were you, I would like have a day where I take meetings and I'm running around. I have another day where I work from home, a day where you plan on working remotely somewhere so that you have to leave the house. I like to do like every other day okay. in terms of like, like, like not lazy, but it's also, I think that, you know, when you're self-employed, there's so many downsides. Like there's the constant hustle. There's the fact that you're paying your own health insurance. Mm-hmm. Like there's so much shit, all the invoicing. So there's got to be a benefit. Like you need to get to give yourself a day where you work from home and you're lazy in your pajamas. Yeah. I'd like to get to a place where Friday I'm like working half a day or not really working and can have a lot of three-day weekends I don't know if that's realistic or not yeah I would like that I always say I'm gonna do that and I don't Mm. but Mm. we'll see maybe that'll this will be the year well should we get to our listeners questions yes let's do it this is gonna be a long episode we're really talking today well we have a lot to say we've been on a break we do so first question is from something good BG on Instagram. And she said, do you have any habits that you were trying to change, little or big? I would say, yes, I would say that I am trying to be better at making time to do the things I don't want to do, like accounting for my blog. Like there's mm. so much like entering expenses in. I get really behind on that. Um, so that. And somebody told me or I read somewhere. I can't, I have no idea where I heard this, but somebody said that they schedule it on a Friday. Yeah. Once a month where they have to do all of their invoicing and like tax stuff and like the stuff they don't want to do. And then afterwards they take a half day and take themselves out to lunch. I love that. I know. I really like that too. Maybe I'll do that. Maybe Um, we can go out to lunch together. We can schedule it on the same day. Let's do it. Okay. Um, what about you? I mean, I feel like the biggest habits that I'm trying to change around health where I wasn't here a lot of the summer I was traveling I was in Florida so getting back into a workout routine yeah um I think I've done pretty well with that the last few weeks since I've been back um but just getting more regular about working out and then cooking and just like cooking is so important eating healthier and not eating out as much yeah it's like a really big one yeah um, and I feel like that one I've not put on the back burner, but I'm like, okay, first you have to sort out your work stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's like kind of in progress, but kind of like on hold. Yeah. Well, Kelsey M. Bailey on Instagram wrote, what is one, what is the one most important part of your morning and night routines? Ooh. Okay. So I don't know if this counts. The most important part of my morning routine is coffee. Same. I was going to say the same. Oh. <laughs> I'm at my Nespresso. I'm out of the capsules and they don't get here till Thursday. And I'm like really frustrated. Yeah. The most important part of my morning routine is coffee. I'm not a human until I have coffee. Yeah. And same. it like needs to set in. Like it's not like I can drink a coffee on my way to my first meeting or on my <laughs> way to the office. It's like I need to have coffee and let it set in before I can like shower. Yeah. Like, I, I'm worthless before coffee. I'm not totally worthless, but I need it. And it's, like, my favorite little ritual. Like, I make it, and then I sit down at my desk, and I look at my email, or I read blogs, and I check my blog to make sure there's no typos in the posts. Um, I just love my morning coffee. It's such a treat. Yeah. And then my night routine, I would say it's not 
like a it's not really a specific thing but like making sure that I get enough sleep is like the most important part of my night routine like I need eight hours of sleep and making sure that I'm going to bed early enough like I really try to only get less than eight hours of sleep like once a week if I have to but like really plan to like get a full eight hours yeah um I feel like that's the biggest thing for me because yeah I'm like I'm a sleepy person yeah I'm I'm not good on less than eight hours of sleep yeah I'm the same way I completely agree but I'm good at prioritizing it like I'm I'm not one of those people that's like oh well like I don't know what happened but suddenly I went to bed at like one or two a.m. Yeah, I can be like that if I don't watch myself because I'll just be like working on my blog and then Mm. I fall into like a deep hole and suddenly I'm like, oh, it's midnight. Well, you also, this baffles me how people do this, but like you can fall asleep in front of the TV. Yeah, but then it's not real sleep. I like, I can count on like one hand the number of times I've fallen asleep in front of the TV. Really? So like I need to be like, I'm turning off the tv i'm like putting my phone on the charger like i'm going to bed oh that's so funny um yeah but i then have to put myself to bed so i like i think that like to echo you my i need my bedtime routine i like to finish whatever i'm doing by 9 30 do my skincare my self-care time then get into bed and read for like at least half an hour i don't usually read right before bed oh really it's my Mm -hmm. favorite thing to do no i feel so cozy if I'm not ready to go to bed right away, I'll scroll through Instagram, which is probably not very healthy. No, screen time is bad for you before bed. But I don't have trouble falling asleep. I'm very lucky. I don't have trouble Oh, I have such a falling hard time. asleep or staying asleep. Yeah. Well, we have another question that's kind of similar to that. Lainey McInnes on Instagram said, how do you get in the routine of a new habit? Ooh, okay. So for me, um... I have two things here. So the first thing is being really strict with myself at first, where if I want to do something like doing it all the time and not skipping, because like once I start skipping something, I'm like, oh, like I'll do it tomorrow. I'll like I'll restart next week. Like, I don't know. Like I'm I'm if you give me an inch, I'll take a mile with myself. Yeah. So I'm like too lenient. Yeah. So I feel like being really regimented at first and like. If I'm like, I'm going to work out four times a week, being like, you have to work out four times a week or like everything's going to fall apart and like not being like, oh, well, this week I can only do three, but it's fine. Yeah. Um, so I think being harsh with myself at first until it becomes a habit is like more important for me. And then the other thing, which I recognize only works with some habits, is doing it with a friend. Yeah, that's really smart. So like with working out, I was never a regular workout person until probably like four or five years ago. And like since college, I would go through a phase where I was like obsessed with working out. I was like, I'm going to run a half marathon or like I'm going to go to Pilates every day or like whatever it is. And I would do it for three months and then I would stop and then I would not do anything for like six months. Then I would get another kick. But I was never like a consistent worker outer yeah and I feel like the thing that got me over the hump was Jackie and I Jackie who was our uh, previous podcast guest like we had we would work out together we had a spin class that we loved and we had a bar class that we loved and like I was like oh I can't skip this workout because I'm meeting Jackie like even though it's at 7 30 in the morning and I want to stay in bed like I have to go because it would be really rude if I didn't show up so I feel like if you can have a friend for accountability, that's yeah. the other thing that I think helps. What about you? What do you think? I would say all of those things, but also I think, you know, the most important thing is being really strict with yourself. But also they say that it takes like, I think, 30 days for something to become an actual habit. So I just tell myself as I'm doing it, like, don't like you just need to keep doing this and doing this and you're going to it's going to become a habit. So it's kind of annoying, but you have to just like get get it done in those 30 days and then it gets a lot easier yeah so Udika Pati on Instagram said how do you balance self-care and efficiency so for example if I dry brush and meditate it takes me a long time to get out the door in the morning and while I feel great about doing all of that getting it done faster would be great too so I think you just need to be realistic um 
and really figure out how, how, how much time things are going to take you. I would say like Becca really in her self-care, like that whole thing about how you leave yourself enough time to do mm-hmm. things. That's really important. So if you want to dry brush, like maybe get up 15 minutes earlier so that you can do that. Um, because there's not enough hours in the day to do everything. And if you prioritize sleeping in, you can't really do all those self-care things. So I would just say, like, figure out how long it takes you and set some parameters. I would say be picky about the self-care routines that you choose that are important to do daily or multiple times per week. Like, I don't know if you feel this, but I feel a lot of pressure around, like, self-care activities. Like, I'm like, I should be meditating. Like, I should... I don't know. Like I should be dry brushing. And I think that like you should only do the things on a daily basis that actually bring you a lot of joy and peace. Totally agree. And not feel so much pressure to like if if dry brushing isn't worth getting up 10 minutes early for then like don't dry brush every day. Um, And only pick the things to do every day that you feel are additive for your like mental health and and like they fill your cup and then I and maybe this isn't true for everyone but like I find it more important to have like a self-care day like the Sunday you were talking about where it's like I don't have any plans and I just like can sleep in and like take a lot of time and like I try to have a self-care day once a week or once every other week or you know as when I need it but like I don't know that I have a lot of self-care practices that I do every single day because it becomes stressful. Yeah, yeah. I think prioritizing yeah. is really good. So, like, you meditate every day, but you feel better for doing that every day. Like, it's not like, oh, fuck, I have to meditate. You're yeah. like, I like to meditate every day and I make time for it because it feels good. Yeah, and I structure my day. Like, if I know I'm going to, I want to do these things, like, I get up earlier so that I can do them. Yeah, and it's worth and the trade off for you. I cut out other things. Like, maybe I, like, don't have a glass of wine. Like, I love my evening glass of wine, but I, I love getting to yoga and meditating in the morning and having the time to dry brush. So, getting up earlier and doing all those things, like, that makes me know that I have to go to bed earlier. So, there's yeah. always a trade off. You can't do everything. Yeah, but that feels good to you like sometimes I feel pressure where I'm like it's not worth it to me to get up 10 minutes earlier to dry brush like I don't care like I'll have I won't have skin that's as soft as a baby's butt that's fine so next we have a pratter 15 on Instagram and she said how do you change careers when you don't know what you want to do next that's hard I don't think you should change careers if you don't know what you want to do next well it uh, feels like a, a bad idea. Well, you, I think you should prioritize figuring out what you want yeah, to do next. Yeah, I think you need to spend some time figuring it out. And I've said this before, but, like, try to network with people and, like, have coffees. And, like, if you have ideas of, like, things that you're like, oh, maybe I would want to go into this. Like, yeah. try to talk to people who do it and, like, get a better sense for it. Totally. Um, if the If it's available to you, like maybe try an internship or like Mm -hmm. working like try it on first before you decide especially if you're like not certain that this is what you want to do yeah but the idea of changing a career without knowing what you want to do gives me anxiety but like like you're clearly not if you know that you want to change then like you have to put in the work to figure out like what will make you happy so like it feels like you need to do some soul searching or maybe take a class like take a class yeah yeah Take a class, do an internship, reach out for like informational interviews with people who are doing things that sound interesting to you. Yeah, but it's hard because it's like I get that I've been there where you're like, this isn't what I want to do. It's so draining to go do it every day. I just want to come home and like lay on my couch and watch 30 Rock. But like making it a priority that like in your extracurricular time, you're actually being like, okay, let me try to figure out what I want to do. And like this is so cheesy but like I wonder if there's like a career aptitude test that you can take online like I've done a um like there's a book that my mom had when I was little called what color is your parachute 
and um, it's all about figuring out what you want to do. I don't know if those career paths even exist anymore, but there's things like that. Well, so I took an assessment. We did this um, seminar when I was working at Lola where we did, it's called the DISC assessment, D-I-S-C, and everyone has like a personality type. There's four of them. And some personality types are like better suited towards different careers. So maybe not like the aptitude test that you take in high school, but some type of personality test or even an Enneagram test that tells you your personality type and like figuring out where your strengths are and like what careers might be suited towards that might be a good place to start. Agreed. So moving on, Ella Paler on Instagram wrote, becoming a morning person. Are either of you would love to wake up earlier to be more productive? I feel you. I am not a morning person. And I think I have accepted that I cannot force myself to become a morning person. Like I have said at various points in my life that becoming a morning person would be like the single biggest change that I could make that would have an impact on my life. Yeah. And I've tried and it hasn't worked. And I think I've just like accepted it. Yeah. And I think I've gotten better at not being a morning person where what Grace was saying earlier, like I know that I need to give myself enough time because if I wake up an hour before I have to be somewhere, like I'll be late and I'll be stressed and I will start my day off like on the wrong foot. And so like knowing that like I ideally need an hour and a half to wake up, have coffee, become a person and then take a shower and get ready. And that like not putting the pressure on myself to like have a hectic morning, I guess. So I am in the acceptance stage of this. But yeah, I wish that like I naturally jumped out of bed at 6 a.m. and went to a 7 a.m. Pilates class and like was ready to attack my day. But like that's not me. Yeah. Um, I wrote a whole post about this. So if you go to my blog, um, which is thestripe.com, there is a post on there called Morning Person in Training. So you can just like search for that. And I really don't think that there's any sort of a magical recipe for becoming a morning person, but I think it's totally doable. For me, it's really just having that incentive that knowing my day is going to be so much better if I manage to get up at seven, go to the gym, get that out of the way, have a little time for self-care and then be able to start my day at nine. Um, it make, I, my days are so much better when I get up early. So are you naturally a morning person? No, I am a night owl. Like naturally, like if I'm left to my own devices, I'd be up at till two and like wake up at 10. Okay. But, and then I also, my other secret there is to make bedtime a treat. So I always like, that's why I'm so into my like evening self care, like washing my face and putting on my creams and getting into bed with a book or maybe like a mug of ginger tea and just doing things that make me like really look forward to getting into bed. I found that like my habits changed big time when I started making myself look forward to bed. And then, um, you don't naturally look forward to bed. I'm like super pumped to go to bed. For a very long time, I would, um, I would like just be like, oh, well now I want to read and now I want to watch TV and I want to see what movies are on. And like, I could totally just stay up all night watching movies. Oh my gosh. I'm a sleepy person. I'm like, (sighs) it's 10 o'clock. I'm like, when can I go to bed? I am too, but I just like used to like love, and I would love to like write at night. I'd be like, Mm. I'm most productive at night when I have a glass of wine. Well, you know what? Screw that. I'm most productive when I start my day right at nine, get get through my to-do list. And like, I'm finished with my work by six or seven. So I just think it's, um... It's all about like making bedtime into a treat so that I'm in bed at 10 and can get up at 7. So now do you do this on the weekend too or do you get a break from being a morning person? I get a break. Okay. Yeah. I still like if so I'm you're having, like forcing yourself if into I'm having it. that ideal introvert time, I'm staying up till 2 in the morning watching okay. movies and then sleeping till like 10 or 11 the next day. Who knows? Maybe I'll get back to trying to change my habits, but like, ugh. Yeah. But if you want to read about my morning in person and training journey, there's that post. <laughs> so our last question that we have is from cat underscore hand C on Instagram. And she said, when you feel ready for a major life change, but fear friends will judge slash not get it. Girl, you need to get yourself some better friends. Yeah, I was going to say your friends suck if they're going to judge you like if you're going to make a life change, I mean, also, I think having confidence in your own decisions and just explaining to your friends, like, oh, I'm actually going to quit my job and, like, become a consultant. Like, 
I actually dealt with this quite a bit when I um, started my blog. Not not when I quit the job, the blo- the job for the blog or anything. I remember when I started the blog, people were like, "What are you doing?" And I had a lot of friends make fun of it, and like, really, yeah. And you know, I distanced myself from those friends because I thought that that was like pretty shitty. And what happened ended up happening when people started to take it seriously was when I got the job at Bobble Bar because of the blog. Yeah, and people were like, "Oh, that got you out of an unhappy work situation." Like. I mean, certainly you can't change the fact that your friends might not get it, but if they're like actively judging you, I think like, that's problematic. Because like what's the alternative? The alternative is that you don't make whatever life change this is and then you're miserable. Yeah, like no, you have to put yourself first. Like your friends can be uncomfortable. It's your life, not theirs. So yeah. if they can't handle the fact that like they're uncomfortable and support you anyway or it's not what they would do, like Maybe you're entering into a new phase of your life where, like, that's not a good friend for you anymore. I completely agree. I couldn't imagine, like, I'm thinking through, like, all my close girlfriends right now of me making a huge life decision or them making a life-changing decision and me, like, either, like, them judging me or me judging someone. Like, that's not a good friend. No. No. But, I mean, like, we live in New York City. Like, I feel like we, it's like a progressive city and like there are so many people just like doing their own thing that it's probably less phasing like what if you lived in a really small town and you were like I'm gonna go pursue my dream to be an actress like I bet people like would judge you and like it doesn't well, serve you I to can't stay because well yeah but like it's just an example I know but like it wouldn't serve you to stay in the small town and like keep yeah being unhappy with your life if you feel like your calling is to go do it like the worst case scenario is like you fall on your face, you come back, and now you know. Yeah. So put yourself first, follow your dreams, and, like, obviously have confidence and explain things to your friends. And but maybe... Like, if they judge you, ditch them. But maybe a new... Like, any life change is a good opportunity to make new friends who get it. Like... Yeah. Starting a new job, moving to a new city. Like, all of... Most changes are, like... Even becoming a mother, like, making mommy friends. Like... Most life changes are a good opportunity to make new friends who are pursuing a similar life path. So also look at it as an opportunity. Yes, totally. So before we get into our obsessions and, oh my God, I've been reading so much. I have so much to tell you guys about yes. what we've been reading. So much to say. Um, I want to tell you about today's sponsor. So today's sponsor is Lola. And if you've been listening for a while, you know that I used to work there, but they're also a sponsor today. So Lola is a feminine care brand with a line of tampons, pads, and liners made with 100% organic cotton. So you might be scratching your head and be like, well, okay, if these are 100% organic cotton, what's in the other products that I've been using? It's bad, you guys. It's really bad. Well, the reality is that the FDA actually doesn't require brands to disclose a complete list of ingredients. So you don't know. If you look at the side of a lot of boxes, you'll get an ingredient list that says, ingredients parentheses may contain may contain like if you saw that on the side of a food label you would be like I'm sorry this may contain gluten like does it or doesn't it like yeah I want to know what I'm putting in my body and it's especially important because with feminine care like with tampons the average woman uses 10,000 tampons in her lifetime so it's it's not as if it's like a matter of one or two like you're using thousands so first of all, you should know what's in them. Second of all, it should be natural. Um, Lola is a company that was founded by two women um, out of their own need when they realized that they didn't know what was in their products. And I love supporting female-founded businesses instead of you know big, nameless, faceless corporate entities. So I feel really good about that. I know them personally. I love them. Um, and the other great thing about Lola is that it's a subscription, which might not sound like a positive, but I am the queen of forgetting when my next period is coming and being surprised by it. So I love that uh, my tampons come right to my door. I don't have to remember. And I also love that I can customize my shipment. So instead of having like the box that's like half lights, half regulars, I can have like three lights, 10 regulars, two supers, and one super plus. Like you can customize it to exactly what you want so that you don't have all that extra waste of like the size that you don't use as much of. So 
I'm a big fan. It's made my life so much easier. I started at Lola three years ago and I've been using their tampons ever since. I've been using them since you started. I know. And I love them. I know. It's been such a game changer to have them delivered. Yeah. Like it's such a convenience. And And I love the box. Like I just love that it's like a beautiful white plain box. Mm -hmm. Like I used to actually You don't have the woman like dancing on the front. I used to take my tampons out um, and put them in an Hermes bag. Well, you know that I'm like very into aesthetics in my apartment and put the Hermes bag inside my medicine cabinet just because I hated having that like terrible tacky box like out at I, it was like my first order of business to throw it away. Yeah. Well, not with Lola. It's a beautiful box. Yeah. So if you are ready to try Lola, and I highly recommend you do. Like, I'm obviously very biased, but I think using natural products is so, is important. so important. Especially if you're putting it inside of your body. Yeah. Your vagina is one of the most absorptive parts of your body. So... Uh. It like it matters. Yeah. Um, it's important. So if you want to try Lola, you can take forty percent off your first order at mylola.com with the promo code BOP. So again, that's forty percent off your first order at mylola.com with the promo code BOP. That's huge. That's a good deal. It's a good deal. Yeah. Try it. Try it. We both love it. Back to our regularly scheduled programming. More things that we're obsessed with. Becca, what is your obsession this week? Oh, I see it and I love it. I am obsessed with good American jeans. They're the best. I've been telling you about them I for know. forever. Can I tell you a little story? Yes. Also, so, don't you love their vanity sizing? Well, I, I, I will tell you about that because okay. I don't think it's true across the board. Oh, okay. So um, on I, for the past few years, have been really loyal to the AYR jeans, the Air jeans. I don't know if you say it or you A-Y-R. spell it. AYR. AYR. I believe. Um, I really like them, but I need a long inseam because I'm 5'10", and for whatever reason, the long inseam ones have been on wait list for like six months, Oof. and I've worn out my favorite jeans. The, the first place that my jeans start to go is like the inner thighs where my, like, my chub rub rubs together. <laughs> And so, like, my favorite pair of jeans, like, always has a hole in it. So I needed oh. new jeans. And so on Friday, I had uh, a meeting at, at, like, 2.30. And then I was like, I'm not working after this. I'm going to go to Bloomingdale's while it's still quiet. And I'm going to find some new jeans. So I yeah. go. And I asked the woman. I was like, what brands are, like, good for tall people? And she was like, I don't know. I was like, well, thanks for being so helpful. So I was just going around like picking up jeans and trying to see if they seemed long. And I, and I, I got to the good American ones and I was like, well, Grace has told me these are good. A couple other people have, and they were pretty long. So I was like, well, let me try them on. I like don't, I wouldn't think that I would be like the target demo for Khloe Kardashian's denim line, but they're amazing. They're so good. So tried them on, love them. They're really stretchy. They hold you in and, but they still look like jeans. You know, you know how some jeans are too thin when they're jeggings and you're like, oh, these look painted on and gross. Yeah. So I'm really into them. They're and the best. My mom and my sister are both wearing good American oh. jeans. Yeah. The Nordstrom anniversary sale when I bought my pair, they bought the same pair. Oh. And it's really cute. Well, we all have the same pair. You talked about vanity sizing. So on Nordstrom's website, I was looking at it the other night. It says for size zero to six, you should order a size down, but the eight and up fit true to size so I don't think they're all vanity sized that's weird because I'm generally a size six or an eight and I get a four in good American well yeah because it's a size zero to six so size down yeah but I'm closer to an eight in jeans than I don't know I don't know go try them on try them on they're they're really great yeah I mean they're a little expensive they're like I think mine were 155 so it's not as much as some denim brands but it's like not cheap either yeah but I'm pretty into them well, that makes me very happy. Can I also? I've influenced you. You have influenced me. Can you, I thought of you when I was in the store. That's why I tried them on. <laughs> Otherwise, I would have just like rolled my eyes. That's amazing. Um, can I also just like replug one of my obsessions? Yes. Do you know what time it is? Gravity blanket time? Yeah. This isn't even on the outline. And I know, <laughs> I know that this is what you're going to say. So last night for the first I time. I need gravity blanket time so bad. Uh, so last night for the first time, I slept with my gravity blanket since last spring because it's been so hot and 
I like obviously you don't want to like add a huge weighted blanket when you're like sweltering. Yeah. Oh, Grace, I slept so well. The best. I love my gravity blanket. I can't sleep with mine, but I love movie time with gravity blanket. Oh, it was so nice. I'm thinking maybe tonight is Harry Potter, glass of wine, or mug of tea because I'm trying not to drink during the week. Um, and we have my birthday coming up, and we know we're going to drink at my birthday. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for gravity blanket time. Oh, I love my gravity blanket. Um, tell me what you're obsessed with. So mine is Clark's Botanicals Everything. Like, I talk about this brand all the time. Yeah, I was going to say, hasn't this already been your obsession? It has. But so when Francesco and I did an um, Instagram live and he was like, you have to try this smoothing marine cream. Like, it was like his pick for every answer to any questions we got. And I hadn't been using it. And so I made him send me some. And it's amazing because it hydrates your skin so fully but it also has like everything like good and anti-aging in it so it's just like a perfect like do everything cream and the reason that I am highlighting this is I'm so proud of them he's become a really good friend and they just won a best of beauty award from Allure oh that's huge is like the gold standard for beauty so I just wanted to highlight them because I mean he's a dear friend and I'm so proud of him and his company and everything that Mm -hmm. he's built and I also if you guys want to use it I have a code with them I'm not being paid to use it but it's the stripe 25 and that gets 25% off anything on their website how long is it valid for I don't know I think at least a month you know what I will ask them to make it valid through the end of the year and they'll listen to me because I'm again I'm not getting anything (laughs) out of it so I'm really into their eye cream, but I'm not done with my current tube. Okay, so I'm going to just say it's going to be valid through the end of the year, and I'm just going to ask them to make it okay. that way. That would suit me very yes. well. What about on Instagram? So I'll come out and say I don't have an Instagram for this week, which is like I'm falling down on the job. I have been not on social media as much. Like, I'm not taking a break or, like, I I wasn't like, oh, I don't feel good about this. I just, like, I naturally just haven't really been on Instagram that much. I have been, but mine mine is one that Jackie told us about. Who is it? Um, She was like, you're going to love this person. It's Hannah Strafford Taylor, and she just has the best outfits. She, I mean. Who is she? Just a lady? I don't know. She's just a lady who has two kids. Okay. And she's so cute. Because I I went on, I was trying to stalk her a little bit, and her her link and bio went to her like to know it, so it was just her outfits. Mm -hmm. I'm like, who are you? Um, Oh, I just text, I was texting Francesco, and the code goes through end of year. Oh, good. Yes. What fast service. Yay for multitasking. He's a good texter. Um, So what was I saying? Hannah Strafford Taylor has the best outfits and she's just really beautiful. It helps that she's probably like 5'11 and a size 2, but I just really like her. Oh. Um, so should we talk about what we're reading? Yes. Should I go first? Yeah, you've got a lot to say here. I'm looking. I have a lot to say. Okay. So when I was in Portugal, I read The Dinner List, which Grace talked about last episode. I think we have like some kind of freaky Friday brain transplant thing going on because it was a love story and you loved it. And I was kind of like, eh, a little too saccharine for me. Yeah. We traded tastes, I think. Yeah, I think so. So that one was okay for me. I liked it. Like, I don't regret reading it. I wasn't like, ugh, I don't want to finish this. But I was like, eh, it wasn't my fave. So I read that. Then I got back, and my first week back from Portugal, I was not really reading anything, and I just felt like I hadn't had the experience in a while where I was, like, so sucked into a book where I was like, if I have five minutes, I'm going to read. Like, I'm going to read on the subway. I'm going to read in line, getting my coffee. Like, yeah, I'm going to, like, stay up too late reading. Like, I just hadn't been, like, obsessed with anything lately. Yeah. And I saw that Deborah Harkness, who wrote the Discovery of Witches series, had a new book coming out. It came out last Tuesday, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was like, maybe I'm going to go back and read the whole series. Yeah. Grace. I got so sucked in. Like, I was in a black hole rereading these books. And these books are long. Yeah. Like, they're, they're really long. They're wrong. They're like YA for adults. Like, they're not, they're really well written. And yeah. they're like meaty. Yeah, they're meaty. Mm-hmm. So I reread all three books in a week. 
um that's were you working like were you showering i mean like were I was... you exercising how did you do this I, were oh you sleeping God. like no like i was staying up way too late i was like every free minute of time i was reading like i was so oh addicted and so oh it was so good if you haven't read the discovery of witches books like please read it they're it's, really good. It, they're adult books it's not young adult it's about a woman who's in her 30s who is a Yale professor and meets this man who is a dreamy, dreamy vampire. He's so dreamy. While she's doing, uh, she's taking a sabbatical at Oxford and they fall in love. Um, and it's actually very smart. Like they, um, there's like a historical element to it too because he's been alive for a very long time. So there's like, it's, it's not historical fiction, but there's like a historical element. Yeah. Um, oh, the series is so good. So I read that in a week which is crazy. Love it. And then I read the new book, which I just finished yesterday, which is called Times Convert. And so this book is about Marcus, who is Matthew's son. Yeah. And somebody in the Facebook group told me that it was like a standalone book and that like I didn't need to reread the books because I mentioned that I was rereading them in our Facebook group. Mm-hmm. And well, I'm, first of all, I'm glad that I reread them because I otherwise would have had no idea what was going on. But second of all, it also has Diana and Matthew in it. Oh. And I'm so happy that like it's a continuation. Like I loved getting them back. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you love those books where you feel like you're like reunited with your old yes. friends? Oh, I yeah. loved it. And I feel like, I don't, I don't know if this is true, but I feel like they left the door open where there could be another one, too. Yes. Oh. oh. Please read Times Convert. Okay. You'll, you'll love it. So I read that, and now I'm reading this book called The Rise and Fall of Becky Sharp. And this is by one of my favorite British chiclet authors, Sarah Manning, S-A-R-R-A Manning. And I... I think it was released in the UK a little while ago, and it just was released in the US. And I stumbled on it on Amazon, and it only had two reviews when I downloaded it. So I felt really sad about that. And so if you like British Chiclet, you should read it. I'm not done with it, but it's about this girl who is kind of from like, she's an orphan, she's from like a poor family, and she goes on Big Brother in the UK and comes in second place. And then it's basically about her like trying to climb her way up the ladder um, after Big Brother. Oh my God. It's really good. It's like really soapy and fantastic. Like if you like reality television, like I feel like this would be perfect for you. I don't think I want to read this. Okay. Well, to each their own. <laughs> Tell me what you've been reading. So I am reading a book that you recommended to me when we were in Marrakesh, which is The Beautiful Fall. Did you like it? Um, I'm still reading it because it is so dense. Yeah. It's like a textbook. I love it so far. Well, it's like a biography. Yeah. So it's all about Yves Saint Laurent as well as Karl Lagerfeld. And their, it starts with like their friendship when they're younger. Mm-hmm. And it's right now I'd say I'm about 70% through. And it's just fascinating. It's so interesting. I didn't know anything about either of their like histories, but they were yeah. like friends and then they became rivals and yeah. the whole thing is in or not the whole thing, but like a lot of it is in 1970s Paris, which is super so very glamorous. glamorous. Yeah. yeah. Someone wrote on the cover of it that it's like reading like the Us Weekly of the Fashion Week during the 70s. Yes. And it is. It's just not like light and fluffy like Us Weekly. It's right. It's like reading a textbook. It was funny because I was on this yoga retreat and I was reading it and Danielle Prescott came up to me and she was like oh my god I had to read that when I was in FIT I was like like a textbook and she's like yeah and I was like yes I'm reading a textbook but it's great it's so interesting it's so interesting so I'm reading that and then to kind of offset that and because we have to talk about it next week I'm reading Save the Date which is um, I guess that's a good segue into our next book for next week's book club episode are you far enough in? Do you want to describe it or should I describe it? I'm going to let you describe it, but it's cute. Yeah. So this is a... This is our y- YA pick. This is our YA pick. This is a young adult book. It's like, if you loved all the boys I loved before, you're going to love this. This isn't my personal favorite, but... I loved it. I think that my favorite episodes are the ones where we have varying opinions. Um. So it's... Very like high school YA, but I'd say the main character is not as like 
pure and innocent as Lara Jean from To All the Boys I Loved Before, which I like. And it's about a uh, family and the oldest sister is getting married. So it's very like 16 candles. And it all takes place over a long weekend. Um, It is told from the point of view of the younger sister who is the only one left in the house and all of her older siblings have moved out but came home for the weekend. Um, And there's like a love triangle. There's like all this drama. Like it's very cute. It's very John Hughes movie-esque. Yes, it's very John Hughes. I loved it. I read it over the summer, but I'm going to read it again for our discussion. So Save the Date by Morgan Matson for October 3rd. Um, and then the following book club has been moved to October 17th, and we're reading Charlotte Walsh Likes to Win by Joe Piazza. So Which I loved that one. Uh, we have a lot of good stuff going on. We do. So our hiatus is over. We're back every Wednesday. If you loved this episode, leave us a rating and review. Follow us on Instagram. I'm at Becca M. Freeman. I'm at Grace Atwood, and my blog is The Stripe. Come talk to us in the Facebook group, and have a great week. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.